Welcome to the Normalizing Millions podcast. I'm a mama of two little girls, owner of a seven-figure and growing coaching company, and I'm your host, Taylor Lee. My mission is to normalize women making millions from work that feels absolutely effortless. Your work changes lives, and with my help getting it into the hands of more people, your life can radically change too. Just don't blink, because with the right tools and advice, all of which me and my incredible guests will share with you in each and every episode, it can change fast. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to share this episode with you. So I'm recording this in August. By the time you'll listen to this, it'll be the end of September. And why I'm saying that is, I mean, let me just cut to the chase. I made over $100,000 cash this month in 19 days. And I had a lot of fun and it was really easy. And there were some things I did that actually did require like technically a lot of work, but I had my team support. And do you know those things that are like, yeah, technically this is like a lot, but it doesn't feel like it because it's so fun and so exciting and so different and so new and so fresh. That's what it felt like. And then some of the money I made was literally like $25,000 pay in full, completely unexpected, right? Um, So yeah, I had a $25,000 pay in full client, completely unexpected, one-on-one client. And then I had, I did a six day offer party. And basically that was like one offer a day for six days. Shout out to those of you who bought something. We had over 150 sales in six days and brought in, I think over 60,000 cash. Um, And then of course I had all of my payment plans and reoccurring income and um, a couple other things. Like we sold, I think six spots in transparent sales. Um, Really, really cool, you guys. So over $100,000 in 19 days. And I wanna tell you my biggest takeaway. And I shared this in the mastermind chat that I'm in as a a client because it really, really, really clicked. And I've heard some of my mentors say this, right? Like it's, you need a bigger context. It's not just about the money. You need a bigger context, right? Like care about who you're being, which is definitely something very, very important to me that I always value. Like if you've been in unwavering or even in some of my other programs, you've heard me tell people like you should have an energetic goal that is more important to you than your money goal, but I'm not perfect at it. Okay. So it finally clicked when I looked at why did I make so much money so fast? Because I want to repeat it obviously. And I want to grow it obviously. And, you know, we could say like, oh, well, you know, do your offer party X amount of time, like often. And no, that's not it. Because those of you who have had something work really well, and then you repeat it and it becomes like just routine, you know that the magic kind of dies. And I know how frustrating that is. Trust me. It's why so many people think the answer is just like automating a funnel, right? Like, oh, I'll turn my course evergreen and I'll put it in an automated funnel and I'll run ads and I'll be rich. Does that work? totally. Does it work with that mindset? No, you need a bigger context. So what the hell does that mean? I went into August and I know some of you guys are going to roll your eyes at me, but, but, but believe me when I say this, this is literally the thing I went into August and decided that let me just be really real. Like this year has not been the growth that I wanted. 
And at first I had an excuse because I had a baby, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And I took a few months off and or, or a few months slow, I should say. And it just lingered. And the fact is, is like things slowing down is a very extreme statement. Like when I say slowing down, I mean like stagnated, stag, stagnated. Is that how you say that? Stagnated. Things started stagnating last year when we moved and when my entire life changed in the blink of a second. I was suddenly a homeowner, a mom with a baby on the way, like a mom of a baby with a baby on the way, with my husband home full time, moved across the country. So we had totally different people in our lives, totally different routine, every single thing changed. And things started to just kind of feel slower and heavier. And I started getting really hard on myself because I wanted big growth before the baby. And then I wanted big growth after the baby. And I was really struggling to wrap my brain around like, why? Even though I could say like, well, why? Because we had the move and we had the baby and we had this and we had that. Of course. But that does not align to what I believe. Because one thing I believe is nothing means I can't have my goals. Like I can take a maternity leave and still have an incredible year. I can move across the country and still have an incredible year. I can change my whole life and still have an incredible year. And that doesn't mean you don't give yourself time. I just think that I'm able to take a lot of time off and be very hands off and like leaned back and trusting and still make a lot of money. And I believe in growth and I believe in evolution. Anyway, here's what I realized. I had so much pressure on myself to keep up with the identity I created the millionaire mom, the seven-figure earner, the girl that has 100K months and has a baby and everything's perfect and big and shiny and growing. And this is one of the hardest things about being a business coach that talks about money, and I won't stop talking about money, is that we turn it into our identity, public. And the scariest piece of that is having every single person on the internet watch us fail and watch it slip away. And that was what was really hard. Because now in my real life, I had things to prove, like keep up with this house, keep up with this, keep up with that, you know, be the only one that was making a significant amount of income suddenly. Like it was just a lot at once. And it's funny because so many people, when Frankie quit his job and we moved, they were like, do you think it's going to be a lot of pressure? And I was like, no, why would it be like, I already make a ton of money. Like there's literally no financial pressure in our lives but it was, and it wasn't actually financial pressure. That's the annoying thing, you guys. It was pressure publicly because now everybody, it felt like all of you guys were staring at me like, now she's gonna feel the pressure. Now she's gonna feel it. Like that was hard. And I know that's not what you're all doing, but I know that's what some of y'all are doing, okay? I know it. I know it. (laughs) I'm kind of kidding, kind of not. But it's like I put out a vulnerable post recently um, because last week we had literally a week from hell in my business where like everything went terrible. I hired someone on the team who was working with clients who was not a good fit. Um, And while that was apparent immediately, it sucked. And everything that could have gone wrong in my business, like tech wise went wrong. And I was also traveling and Facebook blocked me. Like everything just kind of was like, it was a lot. I can't even like, here's the thing is I can't even say everything. So some people have told me like, well, maybe you were off. Maybe Facebook blocked you because you're you're meant to be present with family. No, like I'm able to be present with my family while having a Facebook account. 
Like I'm a grown ass woman. I can handle myself. (laughs) Or like maybe everything went wrong so that you could lean back and enjoy your trip. Mm, No. (laughs) No, I refuse to believe that. Like I get to enjoy my trip while everything goes right. I get to be present with family while I have access to all the social media in the world. Like my phone doesn't have to break. Not that it did, but just saying it's like, I can have a phone and be present. I can have a business and be present. It gets like, do you know what I mean? Like I can take time off of my business and everything go well. Like it's just, I'm unavailable for what last week was. But I wrote a post about it because it is like, one thing I say all the time is like, life will be life. Um, Life will happen. And so I wrote a post on it. And it's funny because it gets so much good engagement and people thank me. And there's so many people, it's an interesting thing, which thank you if you if you did see that post and you commented and you liked it, I appreciate you. But I see so many people who are like, the real side's not shown enough. And it's like, no, the real side, like my truth is not that. My truth is not hiring bad team members, tech going wrong, getting blocked on Facebook. Like, not that my trip was ruined. I actually still enjoyed my trip. I was actually still very much so disconnected because I'm a grown woman and I can handle myself in those situations. I understand how to navigate it and I will not let anything ruin my trip. Just like nothing will ever ruin my business or me. Um, But it's like, that's not the real side. That's just the side that's hard. The real side is all of it. The real side is you know, my baby sleeping through the night from day one, (laughs) but then also now at seven months, my baby not sleeping through the night at all. And it like very much so affecting my health. The real side is making a hundred thousand dollars in 19 days and it being so fun and easy. And the other real side is a client asking for my biggest refund I've ever given. Like it's all real. Like the real side is when I look freaking beautiful and my hair is done and my makeup's done and I'm wearing a brand new outfit and like feeling amazing. And then the other real side is also, yeah, when I'm covered in spit up and food and baby poop and my hair is a freaking mess and I haven't showered in five days. Like it's all real. And that's just something I've been thinking about is like, why do we love seeing people struggle so much? Why is that what we find inspiring? Why is that what we find relatable. Like, why is that what we literally want to see? And it's just something I checked in with myself because this is not what I was going to talk about at all, you guys, but Hey, this is like the real deal. This is the real, this is the realness. It's just something I've been thinking about because when I was struggling, AKA just feeling stuck, like poor me, 70,000, 80,000, $90,000 a month stuck. (laughs) Um, I, didn't like when people shared big wins anymore. That was my red flag. I remember realizing that. I was like, these people that I had admired were starting to make bigger and bigger and bigger amounts of money while I wasn't. I was still staying like where I was, even a little bit lower. And I started just being annoyed. Like, all people care about is money. That's all they want to talk about. They only show the good side, da 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 That was my red flag that I needed to change my attitude. So I did. I started celebrating people. I started forcing myself to get excited about that. I started like looking at like, is this because making a lot of money isn't aligned to me? No, this is because I'm being triggered. And that's just the truth. And that's my own responsibility to look at and clean up no one else's. So I cleaned it up. So number one, I wasn't going to share any of that, but that's what happened. So number one, I released the pressure around needing to hit a certain amount of money to look good to you guys. And I made a commitment to myself going into this month 
and it's funny because I didn't tell anyone else. And I was going to say this in the mastermind I'm in, but I just, I think I forgot. But I had a moment with myself where I was like, you know what? I'm no longer identifying with being a certain amount earner. Like I am not a seven figure earner. I mean, I am because I do, and we are on track for that, but like, that's not who I am. I am just me. I'm not someone who makes 100K months. I'm literally just me. I'm not defined by money. Because I think that keeps you stuck where you're at because you're identifying with it. Like we normalize where we're at. Same thing happened to me at 20K months. I normalized being a 20K month earner. So that felt normal, that felt easy. And I kept making that. And then I felt bad about it because I felt stuck. But I also at the same time, as normal and repetitive and consistent as it felt, keeping me there because the bigger numbers were unknown and they might drop back down and it might cause a a ruckus in the family. Like people might start seeing me talk about it, whatever, right? Kept me stuck because I didn't want to go past it because it was normal. It was comfy. It also, at the same time, I was feeling scared of publicly failing and so much pressure to keep it up, even though keeping it up was pretty natural and normalized. It just is so silly. I did the same thing at 100K, 80 to 100K, right? Just over it. I'm so over it. Then, And I made the commitment. Like, it's not about that for me anymore. Is it not about money? No, it totally is. I want to make a lot of money. I want to be really successful. I am wanting to make way more than I make now. And I want to show people what's possible. And I want to help my clients make even more money than they're making. But I'm not going to make that my identity. So that was a big thing. Um, Which took a lot of pressure off and, and also took out the identity piece of me identifying with where I'm at. Um... And then the other shift was that I really started leaning into the people that were triggering me, that were making a lot of money and were growing really, really fast. And I hired them. I publicly celebrated them. I leaned in. I got curious. I looked at my triggers and I cleared them up myself. Like I got real with myself. Like what are, what's really going on here? How are you really feeling? Is it really that you don't like that they're making that much money? Or is it that you don't like that they're growing faster than you? Is it that you don't like it because you're making it mean that you're not good enough? Big difference. Like, are you literally hating on someone because you're jealous? Yes. Yes, I was. <laughs> anyway, so here's the third thing, which truly was like the most important thing is I went into the month with a bigger context. So every single month it's been like this mix of like wanting to have my biggest month and kind of get past where I'm at while also like wanting to just cross 100K to cross 100K to just keep being the person that crosses 100K, right? That's not aligned. I don't like that. I'm not gonna do that anymore. So I went into August and I said, this is the month where I break all my own rules that I feel called to break and that I have fun. And I made the decision that at the end of this month I would write a post and own however much money I made and just celebrate it. Not because it was my biggest, not because it was like, just for no reason other than like you get to celebrate whatever the number is. And that I would tell you guys that I broke my own rules and I had a lot of fun doing it. I made that, that was gonna be the post at the end of the month. That was gonna be how I remembered this month And that was going to be something that worked really well for me that I moved into September with. It was going to be something I take with me the rest of my life. Because I had a realization that like, 
I was making rules and I literally have a rule that says that I say, never say never. Like, you know, when you're like, well, I will never do one-off calls. I will never run ads. I will never sell a program for that price. I'll never charge this again. I'll never do this bonus again. Don't do that because I always do that for things that work really well. And then I want to do them again, (laughs) or I do it just for urgency. I should say did like I caught myself where it's like, you literally do that just for urgency. And then you regret it because you want to use it for urgency again, because it works well. No. So now I don't do anytime I'm saying like, I will never do this again. No, I don't do that anymore. Unless it's like a standard for myself. But if it's like a business, like marketing ploy or offering or price point or whatever, who knows? Maybe you will. So, cause you might want to anyway. Um, I just realized there was rules I was following that were not serving me. There were things I was seeing other people do that I wanted to do, but I was saying like, no, 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 I don't do that. That's going to look desperate. That's going to look messy. That's going to be too much work for my team. That's going to be like, instead of just being like, oh, I like that. I want to do that and running with it. Or like my own ideas I was getting where it was like, oh, that'd be so cool. Like I have these genius ideas, you guys. And I haven't been doing them literally because you guys might be like, mm, Taylor must be struggling. This is desperate. Or like, oh, that goes against what she's taught in the past. Or that doesn't align with what she said in this post. Like it's so much pressure to be a public figure in that way. It's like, it feels like people are watching every single move you make and waiting for you to like mess up, especially in today's world on the internet. It's like, put your binoculars down and let me live my life. But again, I have to take responsibility for that. I'm the one choosing to live like that. You're not actually forcing me to. So, fuck it. (laughs) I did it all. Um, And I have so much stuff now. Like, I have not felt this lit up and inspired about my business in a long time. And truly, like, Instead of me feeling like I'm trying to figure out the right thing to do, I feel like I'm literally like, what do I want to do? What feels fun? What feels exciting? What feels fresh? What feels easy? What feels light? What feels crazy? What would spice things up, shake it up? And I'm, I'm, pl- I'm running with all of those ideas and I'm making a lot of money doing it. So that's been one of the biggest things is the context And that was my aha. I went into the mastermind. I'm like, I get it now. Lead with your context. Lead with your energetic goal. And make it mean something to you. I know it might seem like, okay, woohoo, you're going to write a post about this. But my posts are really important to me. And like, I know that when I write this post, it's going to be impactful. And now I'm doing a podcast on it. I'm going to write a post on it. I'm doing a paid workshop on it. Like all these things because I literally decided what this month was going to be without a number. Like we don't get to decide. I know some of you might disagree, but it's like, I don't think we really get to decide how much money we make. I even disagree with that. But it's like, it's it's strangling the universe. It's holding on too tightly. It's It's acting as if money, a completely made up thing, even means anything at all. And like we, we get to pick, it just doesn't make any sense, but we do get to decide who we be and how we feel. And you will attract in the amount of money that's aligned to who you're being and how you're feeling. And that's what I'm leading with. So I know for some of you, this is going to land so strong. And so I hope that you'll share this episode on your Instagram stories. I hope that you'll message me and let me know that you loved it and that it was impactful for you. Um, And more than anything, I hope that you'll run with it and like use this and set your context, right? It's the last week of September. 
You can set a context for the last week of September, the last day of September, and you can also set a context moving into October, okay? And it could literally change the game for you like it did for me. So for now, sending you guys all my love, and I will talk to you in next week's episode. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.